Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Foodies Never Say Die podcast. The one-year anniversary, uh, the last episode, the season finale episode of season one. It's been one hell of a long year, and with with that notion, let's crack open that beer. Oh, yes. All right. And that, that voice you're hearing, it paid, you know, no expense me. Tonight, Richard Carley, it is my cousin, you know him, Jimmy Bag of Donuts. Jimmy, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, sir? I, I'm, I'm doing well. Doing well. This, uh, I mean, I won't say it's a long overdue episode, given the fact that we were supposed to record yesterday. Um, well, that, and there was also the May the 4th episode that never came to fruition. Yeah, there was, we had a couple, we had a couple of snags along the way. Um, it's, it's been a while since we, we've had an actual podcast uh with the untappers crew not all of them are here uh but we do have uh you the almighty jimmy bags um that's true so there's still plenty enough to talk about uh so we, we've done a bunch of shenanigans along the way that we've posted either via instagram or if you've seen it on youtube and or in passing conversations oh, yes. of things of, of that nature um but let's let's start off um Obviously, it's one year anniversary, and I'm gonna backtrack a little bit because you talked about this—the beer that I'm drinking. I'm drinking the regular beer from Duclaw. I mean, the, I, I will post. I will try to show a picture on it either on Facebook or Instagram or on YouTube or, or whatever, um, just so you see the so you can see the label, or if you want to look up the label yourself, it literally just says regular beer right on the label a beer that tastes like beer you've mentioned this and i think the the first yeah one of the first ones we did that we did this year because we're talking about labels with everything and like what it, what attracts us yeah. to, like to, to grab a beer off the beer shelf and you were like this beer just says regular beer. it was the most basic of basic labels and we were talking like how we like we would like prefer these like exotic like extravagant like labels and then here you go with regular beer and it's just base text on a white paper yeah you know, just it saying is, yeah. it is what it is and it's and i mean it is just a regular beer there's nothing fancy about this beer at all it's just a normal tasting delicious well, you could be having the great experiment volume 10 family by barrier <laughs> I, I could be i could be but not but i i specifically i was holding this one uh since you gave it to me for this very podcast because obviously you brought it up and a nice homage to our earlier conversations that we had. Because we were we were talking earlier, and I was supposed to drink a nightmare barley wine that you drank earlier. Yes, um, I did. That you said was a a whopper. It is fifteen point four percent, and like it's a share. Like it's so boozy, and like the combination is like birch and like I forget it was like birch sarsaparilla licorice. Uh, it almost seemed like root beer was in it, but like the, because that's the sarsaparilla, but it's only, it was it was like a yeah. amalgamation. It was like brewed in whiskey barrels, and like the guy from Nightmare does quality it, stuff. Yeah. And like it's it wasn't a bad beer. It was just so boozy, and his are always heavy. But I was just like, this is a share. Like this isn't a four o'clock. It's sweet because like some like that, I mean root beer sarsaparillas they they can be on the sugary side depending on how they make. Well, that's the thing. It was sweet. Uh, but I feel like a lot of barley wines are so. But so it's a typical about that, like overly sweet kind of a. Yeah, you know, not, like, not like you know, you I'm drinking pure syrup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, if you had a barley wine before, if you're a fan of those, 
you kind of know what you're, you're getting yourself into when you crack open a 15 point some odd percent wackadoo of a, a brewski. Oh, yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, I've, I probably won't drink that tonight. That'll probably be for <laughs> tomorrow or. I was going to say, if you want, you, it'll put you to bed. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, that is very, that is very true. Um, but I do have another beer, which I'll bring out later after we pause for our station identification, which is oh, of course. pausing to get another beer. But uh, yes. so you're, you're drinking the Barrier family, mm. right? Yes, that is correct, sir. And what, 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 kind, of, what kind of beverage is, is that one? This should be an IPA. Okay. It sure as hell tastes like one. <laughs> Let me see. Volume nine. I probably should look into untapped, you know. Yeah, it's an IPA. It's 7.4%, which seems to be like a standard for them between the deadly combos and whatnot. So it was the great it's experiment. Delicious. Great experiment. Family. I'm, I'm, I'm currently looking it up. Family 10, yes. It is a 7.4% New England IPA, according to untapped. It's absolute beauty. It should have been released at our 10-year anniversary party late in the year with all the participants of the series in the building. But as the saying goes, is anyone willing to battle back? Well, apparently you drank this a month ago. Yeah, I drank, yeah. Well, cause you gave me a thing and I didn't know what I was drinking. So I just started cracking open up. Which is fair. Some beers. Uh, but apparently it's a whole bunch of goodness in a can. Yes. Uh, yes, it is. What did I read? I have I to check it in. Three, I probably, probably, I probably, yeah, probably rated would have rated it probably a little higher, because um, now with like I, I became the the untapped supporter, which allows me to do by point one. Decimal. Oh, it gives you the the point. Yeah, the a little the, fine tuning of of my rating. So much other goodness that you you can check in. Uh, doesn't it cost money though? It's like five bucks a month. No, oh, all right, that's yeah. not terrible. Nah, it's not terrible. I figured, why, why the hell not? Just, you know, five bucks a month. I mean, I, I spend... It, it's getting used. It's not like sitting yeah, there, it's not, yeah. you know, like Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. Well, I used to well, have a kid, so... Yeah. Yeah, I mean... It's, Mandalorian we're, season we're literally, two. Yeah, we're literally using Untapped several times a day. Uh, we talk about it. We rape views. We, you know, it's a big, huge community. So it's like, I am taking full advantage of, of the app and all its all its goodies and, and whatnot. Um but yeah, so I did that. So yeah, so I probably I probably would have rated it a little bit higher. But at the time, and who knows what I was drinking also during that day. Um, Very true. I'm not I'm not gonna dive into why my beer catalog at the current moment because that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, but while we're on the we're on the beer the beer topic as we always are, we we were unable. Obviously, there's there's two beers that we're talk, we're gonna talk about. Um, the first one, I mean, they both tie in together. It's kind of a, kind of a weird thing. But in the, the heights of the initial Black Lives Movement Matters, a beer came out. Uh, I think it was out for a while, but it was just, it was noticed more so because, you know, everything's racist now. <laughs> everything's, everything, yes. Everything has a, a racial, well, yes, it does. Um, and, it, and it was served, it was a Connecticut bar? Yeah, I think it was a Connecticut bar served a, a Swedish beer from Omnipolo Brewery, and it was, I think, called Yellow Belly. Yes, Yellow Belly. But it was, it was, it's, it's a peanut butter pastry stout. Let's, let's. I you want to start with the flavor before we go into the label? Before we go into, yes, yes. <laughs> before, before we get into the controversy, um, our good friend B, the Drunken Thumb, 
he actually had it because his his wife bought it, not knowing exactly what was going on, what the controversy was along with the thing. And he, he said it was actually a very enjoyable beer, peanut butter pastry stout. Um, but the reasoning why this beer had got so much, got blown out, got taken off shelves, which sucked because I definitely wanted to hunt it down and try to find it. Oh, absolutely. Um, but it was it was served uh, in Connecticut at a bar to an African American. But the way they packaged the beer is in it was in bottle format, and they wrapped it in white paper. It was a ghost. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it looked like a KKK member. So well, yeah, because of the long neck of the bottle. Long neck the of the bottle. So now, if you remember, we're in the the height of Black Lives Movement matter. African-American sitting at a bar in Connecticut orders this beer. The dude gives him the beer wrapped up, looking like a KK member, and then things just went... It blew up. It blew up. It went haywire after that. But the irony, the irony of the whole thing was it's an anti-racism beer. Yes. Like, Like, the beer was meant to combat racism, and the guy took it in offense and, like, blew it way more out of proportion than it needed to be. I mean, it is the height of the entire movement yeah, right yeah. now. So it is I mean I mean judging I mean without without knowing or judgment on the bartender, but that's yeah, you know but, but that's that's not the bartender's fault. The guy ordered the beer, whether he you know, yellow belly, peanut butter yeah. maybe he I mean, I let's just assume he was he did not know anything about this beer other than it was a peanut butter pastry strap. He wanted to try this beer, and then his beer comes along looking like a hooded figure. That's, I mean, and then when you lift it, was, judging a book by its cover, slowly on that basis, height yeah. of BLM, obviously <laughs> things didn't go the way he. Yeah, I mean, wanted. it was judging a book by its cover, kind of a thing. Like I, I kind of fought for for the label. I was like, I thought it was fine considering it. The, it's called Yellow Belly, and they're literally coward, calling racists yeah, Yellow Belly cowards. So I'm like, there's nothing wrong with. There's nothing racist about they're this. Calling, apparently, yeah, they're, they're calling the KK member a coward. That basically yeah. right on the label. You had to read into it a little bit, but yeah. it, I mean, then the inner label underneath the white sheet was a fist punching a swastika. So I mean, like, I don't know what more they could want for anti racist, but. But like I said, this is yeah. the biggest, American biggest, History I mean, X. B, yeah, BLM, you know, everything, everyone's on all heightened awareness, and this happens. So it's like, it, we're, we're, I mean, we're, I mean, I mean, you, you said beer lives matter. It was, it was, it's true. Beer lives do matter. And it's, it's, is it, where is the night? Where is it? What night? The naivete, the night, whatever that word. That, I, that, I think you're right with naivete. Naivete. Where, where, where is it? Where does it? Does it lie on the the brewers that made it? Because their intentions were to call racism and those like KK members and obviously Nazis, yellow bellies, or cowards, and that's how yeah. they they labeled and named the beer as such. Is it? I mean, where where does the not blame, but I'm gonna say blame. But where does where, I mean? It's like fault, but like oh, yeah, the fault. Well, I mean, 
is it on the is it on the Brewers or is it on just the nature of the situation that we are currently in? That at any other point in time, maybe this would been wouldn't have been such a big deal. But I, I, I don't want to put like, the faults. I don't want to put the fault on the brewer per se, because it, he is trying to send a positive message, you know, the means of which, you know, in my opinion, didn't seem as bad as, you know, people were making it out to be, but, you know, does that mean I'm using my white privilege by saying that? And I'm, I'm going to have to say no, but, you know, I could be wrong here, you know? I mean, I, I, I would, assume other people would say otherwise that you would be using your white privilege just because because i'm a white (laughs) (laughs) you are a white it's one of those things and we know nothing of i don't know anything of hardship the irish didn't suffer back in you know (laughs) the early 1900s the same as everybody else but well you know what do i know you know nothing john so i mean exactly it is, it, man. So it's, 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 it's defined. It's the problem is now we're, 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 we're it's too, everyone's too sensitive, in my yeah, opinion. Everything's blown out. They do have a right to be, but we have to walk. Everyone has to walk now on a fine line. I feel, not to piss off, to annoy, because there, there is no. It's hard to get someone to actually just have a talk and have a conversation about a thing. It's always one extreme, yeah. The other, or it starts off civil and it quickly can turn one way because you know, depending on, especially if you're doing it over social media or, or text or you know, you're not having a face-to-face conversation with somebody so you can read each other. You know, like you know, if yeah. you're on the phone and I'm like, oh yeah, this this thing or just texting, you can't read. Uh, you know, each, each other via a text kind of a conversation. Like, it's kind oh, no. of... I mean, I got chewed out for it by you guys, but, you know, that's neither here nor is it there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But, but yeah, but, like, I've gotten the conversations, deep conversations with B about a bunch of, like, yeah, we, we disagree on about a, a bunch of, a lot of things. He takes one of you, I take the other. And we still crack open beers we talk about it anyways. We're not, you know... Well, yeah, you know, because and, and that, that's, that's called being normal. Yeah, I mean, we're normal people. We have difference of opinions. One may be right, one may be wrong. I like to think I'm always right, but that's just me because I'm a stubborn ass. And well, everyone is a family to, trait. Yeah, I know. Everyone likes to think they're always right. But I mean, it's, I know, I know, Danny always said that politics or things of this nature should be kept out of beer because when you're drinking beer, obviously things get, all emotions get thrown out the window. <laughs> That's very true. Politics. So he, he was making a point where there, there, there shouldn't be politics and beer. Cause we also brought up the, uh, in the same conversation, the, the defund the, uh, the police beer um, from Bronx and what they tried to do. And then unfortunately they got to take that down because of death threats and a bunch of other things. Um, so that, I mean, that led to one big conversation, but then it seemed like a few weeks later, couple days later i don't know it was a very short amount of period of time yeah it was quick quick turnaround quick turnaround that the 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 brewers of the world decided to come together to make a a positive message uh, a very yeah the the black is is beautiful the black is beautiful collaboration it's a a worldwide worldwide event i believe um 
that's been going. It seems on. like it. Yeah, from from for those that don't know what the Black is Beautiful um, event or collaboration is, the brewers from other halves started um, talking with other brewers from obviously around New York, and then they started talking with like tri-state area, tri-state area, talk to the next, you know, states over and over and over, and then everything, you know, the Brewers Association, everyone decided to get involved. They had one basic stout recipe, which they put online, uh, and they passed it all around. They're like, this is the, the, the basic recipe. Do your own spin on this this recipe. You know, yeah. lip black is beautiful. Um, and they have the sister go, beer with the all together. Yeah. Yeah, with the all together, which is another for the all together was for the. Um, I think that was the pandemic beer. The the hospitality. Uh, yeah, hospitality you know, workers and first responders for the hospitality, which I drank uh, when I was up in Buffalo. This is black is uh, black is beautiful. So it's the uh, a stout version worldwide thing um, to support obviously the Black Lives uh, Movement matter 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 Black Lives Movement. Matter, matter Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, never mind. Yes. Yes. Tongue twister there uh, for a second. So it was it was a it was a quick turnaround from what we were talking from from defund of the police from from Bronx to Yellow Belly to Black is Beautiful. Now we have some Black is Beautiful coming to us via Tavor eventually. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, yes, we do. I've been trying to hunt some down when I'm in Buffalo. Haven't been able to do it yet. I don't know if they can it yet. I know Thin Man does it out there, but I think it's. Maybe only draft only, so I'm gonna try to get out to it's there. Finback, um, I know in Glendale um, has one. I have yet to get my hands on it. Um, it's okay it. if we were to go there, they would tell us how we don't deserve to drink their beer because they're right. snobby bartenders. <laughs> <laughs> but still, still not over still, that. Still need to try. You still need to try the beer. Um, Very true. Uh, I, I know I can't. Like it's it's twenty bucks plus a delivery if I wanted to deliver it to me. Uh, which I might do for, you know, it's 20 bucks for a four pack. Um, I, I might do it. I haven't decided yet. Uh, I probably will just because before it gets sold out or, or, or whatever, just, you know, I'm going to try as many as, as possible because every, every brewery brewer is doing their own take. So some of them, it's a, a chocolatey, fudgy bomb. Some are just a good old-fashioned stout. You know, they're putting their own It's, it's weird, though, because, like, like, I was explaining this to a customer before uh, we shut down for a little bit. The uh, Because it's the same base recipe, it's going to be pretty much similar, you know, the slightest, the slightest of nuances. And he was just like, it's not a different beer with each company. And I'm like, no because it's the same base recipe. It's just, they did it their way. And he was just kind of like so disappointed that it wasn't like a completely different beer altogether. And I was like, just, this is the why they did it this way. It's one It's one base recipe uh, that gave you, you know, how way they did it. And it's like, now do it your way, but using this. This is this is your, your frame. Here's your recipe, go. Yeah, yeah tweak whatever you want to tweak to whatever you know the way you brew the way i mean because obviously we all know everybody every brewer likes to do their own their own thing yeah. their, their own way um so it's like this is the best of like you don't have to copy this to the t but do it your way um it was you know it's it just in support of, of the movement and a lot and lots i mean you can go on untapped just type in black is beautiful it's one of the first things that pops up 
and whoosh, there's just like a list of hundreds and hundreds of, of, of breweries everywhere um, that are pumping out this particular beer. Um, you know, if, you, if you're on Instagram and if you follow a bunch of beer, beer drinkers, you'll see them posting from all over uh, the spirit. So word got around quickly and a lot of breweries decided to you know, get on board. Um, so it's, it's a good thing they're doing from, we had controversy, controversy to them coming together and they're like, let's, let's do something that, you know. Yeah. So a positive message. Positive vibes only. <laughs> positive vibes only because as we all know, we're still in a goddamn pandemic. Things are Less still not looking good. <laughs> um, Look, uh, ladies with points, we're still a thousand, a thousand deaths a day for the past like twelve days or, or some nonsense. Kids are supposed to go back to school, but ninety-seven thousand or somewhere almost hundred thousand kids are getting. Well, uh, what was it? The state gave options. The state said you had to have a choice, three choices. It was stay home completely, uh, go like and do virtual learning, uh, or they can go to school. And I forgot what the other option was altogether, like half and half or something like that. Like they had to give them choices. And if they weren't going to give them the three choices, then the school wasn't allowed to open. And then that would be that. Okay. Right. And it's, it's basically it. It's, it's a very complicated thing. Um, it's going a shit on. show. It's a shit show, yes. So we're, we're, obviously we're still pandemic. Everyone's still pandemic drinking, which is good because it gives us time to drink a lot of new things, try the new things. But on the downturn... There's a, a unfortunate shortage. <laughs> yes. Aluminum yes. cans. Um, which getting to our next bullet point. <laughs> I'm just I, I figured out a way to transition everything. <laughs> I, I can see that it's very it's going quite smoothly. Quite smoothly, yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so now we're there's a we have a coin shortage. There's an aluminum can shortage, which now affects our good nature. goddammit. it. <laughs> it affects me. Uh, those are the beer drinking. Negative of ways. Negative ways. Yeah, it's not like, you know, uh, we, we ask for much. We just want a ample supply of beer available to us at all times. Like, we don't ask for much. We're in a pandemic. We just want our damn craft beer. And now, there's there's this the shortage is now affecting. I mean, yes, we're, we're, are we being greedy? Uh, yes, and we don't care. Now, do we? Do we feel the hurt? Yes, we do. Because our favorite breweries are now struggling to brew their own beer. They, they can brew their own beer. Problem is they can't do anything once it's brewed. They, yeah, they can't they, sell it. They, they can't put it into kegs because restaurants are still aren't at full capacity or they're not opening. Um, where most of their beers that they do make gets put into kegs and they obviously go to the bars and the restaurants. That's where they make a lot of their money. So they're, but So now they're Instead of doing that, they've been tumbling their stuff into cans because obviously that's what they need. Um, and it is cheaper than bottles, which you mentioned yes. earlier in that earlier podcast. Earlier episode. On tappers. Um, but yes, now the, the unfortunate consequence of that is is the aluminum can shortage. So you, we were talking about this uh, a little while ago, and you brought up some, some stat. I, I don't have it on me, but we were just talking about this earlier. Uh, also, it, um, it was at least like a ten percent dip in craft beer sales, which doesn't seem like a lot, but like it kind of like overall as a whole. I mean, like a starter brewery is now you know gone. Gone. Yeah. They, yeah. 
and then we haven't had a chance to drink it, and that's a problem. That, that, that's, a, that's a huge problem because we like to drink, folks. Um, it's true. Yeah, and then, yeah, it, it's weird. People started, when the first thing came out, everyone said, you know, went to craft beer. They, All right, I got time off. I'm drinking some craft beer. Sales were up. Sales were good. Um, and then as it kept going and kept going, craft beer sales slowly declined, and, like, the big name macros, like the buds, the, the cheaper the cheaper of the beers started uh, selling more because they realized I can't afford to keep paying craft beer prices, especially when either I'm not working or I'm not working as much. Unemployment only goes so far. Unemployment goes so far. I got to pay the bills. And, you know, yes, you are. I mean, those who are unemployed are also getting that little, not anymore. Now it's 400, but it was 600 um, beforehand. But like, yeah, you know, they, they, you know, other stuff to buy, other things to do, pay the bills, rent, things of that nature. Uh, so then craft beer sales, you know, they started to tank, and now, now they're at a loss. Now, with the aluminum can chores, they can even they have, they have to buy so much now in bulk in yeah. fear of there not being any that they're losing more money, even even more money on the on the on the front end before you. Things got even packaged up and sent out yet, and I mean, it's a struggle enough for these guys because there's idiots like us who we have to try one of everything and don't really drink the same thing twice, and that kills right. craft breweries because yeah. they want to make one beer and sell that one beers because that's and their have you beer. Come back, yeah, and have you come back and buy over and over and over? Yeah, so we we do have our staple beers that we keep lying around, but at the same time, we want to try everything and everything. Uh, yeah. Because every now and then you need a regular beer. Variety um, is the spice of life. That's right. Um, so yeah, so yeah, so now they're they're paying more upfront. Sales are now decreasing on the back end. So they're just they're spending more and get and it's a lose lose right now for a lot yes. of breweries. Yeah, there, there's there are some that are still doing well. Um, you know, they're they're obviously they still keep up uh, operations. Um, the, the the bigger name bigger named ones that you know probably like founders are doing fine oh man it's doing fine yeah uh stonefish stonefish those those guys uh are doing fine but like stone's got that new uh i shouldn't say it's really new but i like what they're doing with the upside down label like turn over a stone kind of a thing i think that's yeah. great that, that's great that's, marketing that's genius marketing right there so i mean they're, they're so the, the big name guys that had, that made a name for themselves before this all happened that you knew them they're they're doing fine they have big facilities Still no mind, but like the, the small, I say, bridge and tunnel guys coming out of oh. Bridgewood, or, you know, things of that nature. I miss those guys. Yeah, the small little guy. Yeah. Uh, even though the sums out the ones out by you, I mean, they're they're probably struggling a lot. I mean, they were. They, well, they we had one up. guy close. I forget when, but the day he closed was the day he broke even with how much he put in and how much he made. His win loss. His win loss. Okay. He's just like I cracked even some out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's okay. like I'm not going. I'm not going into debt now. So, bye. bye. I mean, which sucks. I mean, it's one. Of, it's one of those things. Like it's like you work hard to get your name and you got popular enough to break even, and then it's like, well, now this fucking thing happens. And I was like, pretty much. Like yeah, I think actually it was in March, like right, like a week or two before the pandemic hit. He was like, I'm out. <laughs> like, goodbye. Yeah. And we we're all kind of like, but we didn't get our merch and our last, you know, few beers because, you know, we have to work yeah. kind of a thing. Kind of a thing, yeah. So it's, it's that's kind of a 
it's a lose-lose all around us at, at this point, which which sucks. Um, because I mean, now we like now it's, it's, and then summer summertime's hitting. Obviously, we thought mm-hmm. it, hopefully it was only a couple months. Now we're going on six, seven, not uh, five, going on six, something like that. Whatever, March, April, May, June, July, August. Yeah, six, five, six, whatever. Around there, so it's it's, it's almost half a year. Half, almost a half year's gone by, goddammit. And so, obviously, it's August. We, we uh, <laughs> our our last recording was April. That I spoke to you on the on the podcast. I had another one uh, after that, but yes. obviously, summer hits. Summertime means more drinking. Summertime also means people drinking a bunch of other things. Such as the hard seltzers, as in oh. our beloved White Claw, which you obviously talk about endlessly, as our good friend Frankie, the Reverend Sir Franken, <laughs> the Reverend yes, Frank- the Reverend Francis loves, loves his, his White, White Claws, Claws. The watermelon White Claws. Shout out to to the Reverend Francis. He's not an actual Reverend, um, but he married me and my wife, so we call him the Reverend Francis. Um, he loves all things White Claw, all things hard seltzers, currently, but. This was this was a larger topic I wanted to bring up with with a group of guys, but since they're not around, um, I'll, I'll just have to just ask you, what what do you think since it does involve the aluminum can storage? Because the hard seltzer takeover craze or, or whatever you're like, it's actually why, kind of why, interesting. Why do you how <laughs> did this happen? Why did it happen? Why do you think it's so strong? And it doesn't seem like it's going away anytime soon. Like they drink there's, them on keto. That's the big thing. Fads, you know. Well, there's always been a fad in our alcohol drinking world, but this hard, this hard seltzer movement is is strong. it's wild. Yeah, it's wild. Well, it's it's one of those things. Like uh, my girlfriend Stephanie is drinking them now because on keto, each can it says on it is like at least smeared off is one gram net carb. So she can have one of those and it doesn't affect her macros for the day. So a lot of people dieting are actually like buying out the white claw because it doesn't affect their, you know, their carb intake. And essentially they're losing weight while drinking seltzer. I agree. You know that. So it's the dieters alcohol. I, I mean, essentially, but like, I mean, I heard I like I heard a white claw like, at least a year or two before it came out uh, in like mass production. Like it was like we do like me and Justin would do Spartan races, and they were like the the free beer at the end was like a white claw. Like what the hell is this yeah. shit? a real beer? And we didn't think nothing of it. And I mean, whatever. And then all of a sudden it's like it takes hard off. Hard filters, hard filters, and <laughs> there's like 17 different like companies making. Yeah, it's absurd now how many there are. Um, because like once one hit and it got popular, I mean, so now, I mean, White Claws are taking over. It's summertime. And it's one of the most popular, like July 4th, it was hard pressed to find <laughs> some White Claws because my wife Kate wanted some. It was like under like three different stores just to buy yeah. White Claws just to find. And then they got that new one, uh, High Noon, which is made with real vodka. And you can only get it at a liquor store. So and it's an eight pack for like thirty bucks. Thirty bucks, see, and but they use the the skinny cans, which yeah, it's crazy. Whatever. So it's like, it's like the Mick Ultra of seltzers. Yeah. So now they're sucking up. 
the aluminum <laughs> the aluminum oh, yeah. for our beer for us beer drinkers that aren't really dieting <laughs> no we are not we're not because there's we enjoy our carbs we enjoy our carbs i mean that we do it was my dinner for all you know drinking beers was my dinner for most nights um that's neither here nor there but yeah so that's now that's so that's eating into our like i said it's eating into our our, our, our beers so it's like craft breweries are now battling whatever supplies left fighting against freaking hard seltzers and canned wines and a bunch of other fucking crap shit. it's crap you know like well i drink it sure but it doesn't mean it's not crap yeah i mean shit your, your wine drink is you just couldn't stick to your box wine like you, you had one genre you had you had Bottled wine in your box wine. You didn't have to go and start being fancy and put your shit into cans. That's beer. I, I think uh, someone watched that episode of Always Sunny and was like, this is a gold mine. Frank Reynolds, you're a genius. And Seriously. it was like, oh, like, crap. Like, so, that's, so that's slowly creeping around now. Now that Hard Seltzer is making, making, making a move. And it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's getting harder for us beer drinkers. I mean, luckily we have ample supply right now. I mean, but still, it's it's. I was shocked that it it became such a big thing, not overnight, but it kept going and going and going, and it converted some beer drinkers to drink some White Claws, and it's like, ah, so we still make fun of people. I still drink White Claw, not as much, but it's it's there. I drink it. It's good on a hot day. Yeah, but like like a nice hot and humid day. When I need a palate cleanser, I go grab a White Claw so I can drink some more beer. Like yeah, that works. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things. Yes, is it stronger than some of the beers that I drank? Mm, yeah, but well, the strongest one they screwed up and took off the market and rebranded. That was a uh, a big fail. The uh, I don't know if you remember the spiked seltzer brand, spiked yes. seltzer. Yes. Okay, so they decided to rebrand, and now they go by Bon and Viv. Uh, so that was the original spiked seltzer. They changed their flavors and they lowered their alcohol. Killed their brand. Suckers. Pretty much. Yeah. Those sons of bitches. Speak, uh, speaking of kill, I think it's time for... Yeah, uh, for, for station identification. Um, yes. We're going to pause. We're not really going to pause, but we're going to pause. Um, we'll return after these messages. These messages. So while he go gets his beer, I'll give you a message while he go gets his beer. It's true. Uh, yeah. So while, while Jimmy Bagadonis goes gets his beer, and I will grab mine in just a minute, it... For those who've been listening to this podcast, thank you very much. Um, those who've listened to podcasts in the past, thank you very much. Um, please like, share, do all the things you would do to help hear this voice go national, go world, go worldwide. You can find us on Anchor. That's where you can get the nice little you know, sound effects. Uh, we're also on Spotify. Um, but yeah, so for Foodies Never Say Die, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you know, like, share, turn on notifications, whatever, whatever it is, get the updates so when the podcast does get uploaded, you get to hear not just my charming voice, but that guy's charming voice as well. That's true. Um, so while now he's back, I'm going to go grab my beer. Uh, so while I'm doing that, tell us what you're drinking. Well, right now... I'm having a Omegon Brewery Alpha Sequence, which is a dry hopped amber ale. Uh, let's go in for a sip and see how it tastes. 
delightful. This this brewery really does hit everything out of the park every time. I really can't say enough good things about Omegon. Uh, which well, that's the oh, um, the alpha sequence. Oh yeah, that was the that's, amber ale. That's a, that's a, that's a tasty. It was a, a mix of rare Voss and oh, it something is. else. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, I got the rare Voss. That the was the first thing I tasted. Yeah, uh, it's good. So, speaking of Bronx Brewery, I'm drinking. Wait a minute, Doc. That's right. I almost was going to bring that. I was almost going to drink it. Back to the Future inspired. Little time. Now for our new segment. Easy IPA. For our new segment, what are we drinking? The <laughs> beer reviews here on Foodies Never Say Day. Well, I was going to say, so wait a minute, Doc. <laughs> wait a minute. Are you telling me you're drinking a beer? <laughs> roads, where we're going, you don't need roads. Um, because yeah. you don't drink and drive. <laughs> right, goddammit. We let the dog do it. That's why they have these things called designated drivers or cabs. That's right. Don't drink and drive, folks. Today's public service. Uber, Lyft. <laughs> Uber, Lyft. Public transportation or walk, if, if that is your thing. Yes. You get that dr- drunk exercise. Before you know it, you'll it comes be in handy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, all right. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're going we're to just keep drinking beer. And ramble. If there's one thing we're good at, it's the ramble. It, it is the ramble. Um, and eating white chocolate that burns in your mouth oh, and your yes, asshole. Yes, I, I was, I was going to lead into that, but since you already brought it up. Hey. I mean... That's why I there's can do two this of too. us. That's why there's two of us. Because um, one. All right. So, if you do follow us on YouTube, the Foodies Never Say Die page, um, I posted a while ago. We did a. It's called the White Lightning Challenge from Fuego Box. Fuego Box did this last year. There's there's incredibly spicy chocolate. It's. One of the spiciest chocolates on the market. Um, they do it to raise awareness and money. In this case, they brought it out to help feed America. Their goal, I, th- I forget, was to feed like five million or a million or a shit ton of people. Because um, every bar of chocolate that you bought, they donated 50 meals to feeding America. So being the good folks that we are here at, at Foodies uh, never say die. I decided to buy said bar of chocolate. Um, unbeknownst to Jimmy, but known to me, <laughs> um, the time he came over to to drink some some brewskis, um, this bar of chocolate was already on its way. And when he decided to come over, because we have an ample supply of beer that you know we uh, collaborated and we wanted. That's putting it drink. modestly. Yeah, we tried together. Um, I was like, it was it was towards the end of our our beerathon. Uh, this one fateful Saturday evening, and it, it had just arrived. He had about what, like an hour and a half left to go before you had to catch your train. Or, oh or, yeah, it was a very, a very short amount of time. And oh, but we made it work. We made, we made it work. Um, initially, I was going to just do the, the bar of chocolate by myself because it initially was, was supposed to show up the next day or like eight o'clock at night after um, you uh, you would you had to leave. 
but it, it came earlier. Luckily, I mean, maybe oh, yes. not, maybe definitely not, luckily. Maybe not, maybe not so luckily. Um, but to give you a little background first, every every time we usually get together, um, either on the holidays or, or not, uh, we always have hot sauces around. Um, after we follow hot ones. Um, so all the hot sauces they have on that show, we've all tried a million times over. So spicy food, spicy stuff to us is, is a is a normal thing, and we, we like eating hot sauces. We enjoy it. We enjoy it. Um, the, the pain, the glory, the not so pain, and the glory from when it tastes like shit to the, the glorious of the pain when it tastes good, and we keep dumping on top of of, of our food. Sean Evans is definitely our sauce connoisseur. Our sauce connoisseur, yes. Yeah. He, he's 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 let us down a, a good path. So, in knowing this, my wife um, sort of found Fego Box. Fego Box, I have a three month, uh, like a three month subscription of hot sauces. Like every month, three mo- uh, three bottles of different hot sauces come in. Um, I've not tried uh, the previous month's hot sauces yet. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna YouTube that one. Uh, but I, while I was on their website, I stumbled upon the the spicy chocolate challenge which I heard about, I just didn't know it was actually was from Fuego Box. So I was poking around, I was like, all right, this, you know, spicy chocolate, the world's spicy chocolate, proprietary dude um, from Pucker Butt Farms, who's like a mad scientist when it comes to growing hot chilies. He has his, the 12 of the hottest peppers that he has. He combined it with white chocolate, came out with this little one by one fucking little square of a fucking chocolate death bomb. Oh yes. So it comes in um, intact. Well, it wasn't melty, uh, but it is white chocolate, which is not is not real chocolate. But that's a different conversation. Um, it was like an off-white, but like yeah, it, it was, was like you kind of wished it was a Hershey's cookies and cream, but it wasn't a Hershey's <laughs> yeah. cookies and cream. Yeah. So imagine like a small little square of Hershey's cookies and cream, but every part of the cookie part was a piece or bit of hot peppers. Hot peppers. Um, so when you watch the video, I, I do hold up the piece of chocolate so you see the, the speckles of pain, as I call it, um, in, the, in this little death bar. So I took half. I you know gave half to Jimmy. I gave half to myself. Uh, before before we ate the chocolate, we prayed to whoever God we wanted to pray to. We drank um, yes. Southern Tear, created a uh, milkshake IPA called Vanilla Whip, uh, which we briefly reviewed. <laughs> Um, it was delicious. It was very delicious. It tastes like a vanilla milkshake. Um, but we, we were very focused on the bar of chocolate that we were holding in our hands. I was hopefully not burning our fingertips as we were holding it. You can see my son acting a fool, probably the star of, link. Of, of the video. Um, just pay attention to him in the background. He falls off his little car kind of thing. He's kind of funny. Anyway, so we have the, this, this death bar of chocolate. We're staring at it. We have our beer staring at the chocolate, staring at the beer. Drink the beer, still staring at the chocolate, so we drink the beer again. And then we do the, you know, the obligatory count to three. On the one, two, three, we bite, we just pop it, pop it in. And um, we, it was, it, you instantly realize you made a bad decision. That's, but it was so worth it. It was, it was worth it. So it, it, it hurt right off the bat like instantly right off the bat like you chewed it you tasted white chocolate ooh, nice creamy white chocolate and then pain just yes. hot, spicy pain that did not go away now the pro like it wasn't the pain i mean i don't know if it was for you i'm, I'm gonna say my experience it wasn't on the forefront 
of your mouth? Your no, mouth? it was on the back. It was the, the afterburn. So it hit the back of your throat, your back of your tongue. So to trying to actually talk, and if you watch the video, I'm actually trying to talk. My mouth is moving, but nothing's coming in. And I, I literally, or I changed my, like, I, I, I struggled a lot trying to talk to that through that thing because it just kept going and going and it was pain and it was pain and it was pain and it lingered and like you try to drink more of the beer which helped quell it a bit and the white chocolate definitely did help but it just it just burned and it burned severely like even minutes later after the video was over i did like an after like 15 minutes later he's in, and you're in the kitchen drinking a glass of milk and like yes it, it, just, it still hurt um it was it was unpleasant at yeah. that point but like, so, like but it was still like good flavor like yeah, overall yeah, which which was the um, weird part though of the whole thing yeah it was it was um kate asked me would you do it again i'm like yeah i do it again i mean oh, absolutely i mean i like he's like well you need to try the full bar of chocolate i'm like yeah i'll try the full bar of chocolate like whatever like you want me to spend 20 bucks on a little, small little bar of chocolate for watching me well like, we could do the other bar of chocolate the one where it's uh you have to eat uh a piece no bigger than your pinky nail. There's 12 pieces. You have to do a piece a minute. And it's 12 pieces in 12 minutes. And it is awful. You, you, you tried it, right? I did this with Rich. We did, he had the bar. We each had a tiny square before we went and saw Captain Marvel. And it burned through the previews. Like by the time the movie started, it dissipated. But from the time we left the house to the time the previews ended, you felt it in the back of your throat. And that was, just and that was a minutes. tiny square, no bigger than like my pinky nail. And it was just like, ow. Like, do you remember this the, was a bad right, idea. So that's, so that's, so that's, we're, we're, we're going to have to do that one then. You realize. Oh, gonna... that's fine. You know, uh, we're going to have to do the whole I'm, thing. I'm never, I'm never one to say no except for the gummy bear. But that, gonna... that was the reviews that talked me out of the, that the, one. The, tra the transition to, to the gummy bear. Okay. <laughs> Which we'll get to in a second. Uh, yeah, so if uh, I'll find out, or if you remember the name of that chocolate, um, I'll get the info. Get the info, and then we'll we'll definitely de debut. I don't know. We'll, I don't know if, uh, depending on how quickly we can get it and how quickly we actually can get together. Yeah. To to, to do it uh, may not be the the debut of season two, um, which I'll get to season two. What to expect a little later. Um, in in the in 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 the in the show, although we're, we're in the broadcast, in the broadcast, so to speak. Um, but that's that's something to look forward to. Uh, so, but if you're listening to this, you leave in the comments, do, 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 type away um, all the spicy challenges you want to see me or both of us try. Um, we do check. We do check. We, we I we love doing stupid nonsense things like that. And we do like. I know there's the toe, like the like spicy, stupid toe or lollipop or the freaking. Oh yeah, the devil's toenail or toe. Yeah, yeah, you know, oh my god! Uh, so that's 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 on the list of things to do. Um, it's frightening, uh, but it'll be done. You have to like keep it in your mouth for like five minutes. I mean, I don't think it's five minutes. I think it's like one minute. One minute. But like, it's one minute straight of you just leaving it in there, and it's like having like twelve ghost peppers at once or like whatever the hottest pepper is at the time when that lollipop was made just straight burning the whole way down so there's that to look forward to uh so, so that's so that should be fun 
Good rock candy. Um, good rock. Yeah, good, good <laughs> rock candy. Um, so now we have, so we have chocolate. We have the the devil's toenail, thumb, finger, and of hot sauces, of course. Can't hot sauces, of course. Yeah, the hot sauces are. I mean, we'll do those. Um, but those, I mean, heatness. The heatness. Yes, those will be part of the YouTube channel. So if you like the YouTube channel, you want to see us do that, definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, but yes. So in 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 backtracking. Famous plug. Endless <laughs> plug. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna build up those subscribers one way or the other. Um, you, you had found this gummy bear thing. You brought it to my attention. Yes, I did. Unfortunately uh, for myself, you, 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 were on, you were on the interweb searching around for whatever reason, and you stumbled upon this the hottest gummy bear kind of thing, and you talked yourself out of it. Yes, I blame myself for this one because I was reading the comments and I got really upset that. A majority of them said that when you get the bear, it's like already pr- like melted into like half of what it was supposed to be. It doesn't look like a bear, and it just ruins your life for the next twenty four hours. And I was like, I'm not ready for that kind of constipation. You know, there's so many things I'll do, but I'm not ready for that. <laughs> for at least, for but least now, but now, now I'm thinking I, I probably should have did it anyway. So maybe on another day, I'll maybe go back to back. We'll go back to back. Just full of pain um so you chickened out i decided to buy it when i bought it before you even said you weren't gonna do it because you can buy a three pack or the single the single yeah. gummy bear for like 12 bucks i was like too late if you would have bought, bought the three pack i probably would have did it yeah but like but you, 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 you get the single and i'm like all right that's fair yeah once you said yeah once you once you told me about the single one i was like i'm doing it yeah. If, if you want to do it, buy it, buy it yourself, and then we'll, you know we'll do it together, kind of thing, or you know send it to me, whatever. Um, but everybody bought it; it's on its way, um, and it came intact. Can I? If you watch, I haven't, I haven't posted it to YouTube yet. I will do that probably tomorrow. It was um, came fully intact. I mean, this little—it was the size of a regular gummy bear, just a red little fucker of a, of a gummy bear. Um, and then as the video, as you can see me do the video, like, you know, I, I explain what it is. It's like, it's 900 times hotter than a jalapeno, which normally doesn't sound that hot for the rest of the stuff that, you know, like the spicy yeah. stuff that we do and the hot sauces that we do, with, you know, the skull units kind of thing. Um, but it, it was small, but it was fierce. That's like, that's the best way to put it. It's um, like, if you guys ever watch uh, the hot ones, the, the bomb sauce, Beyond Insanity is the worst half hour plus of your life. Um, yes. And we, we, I, have, I have had the bomb before it became the bomb. Yeah, me too. The show. And it's, it, is, it is, as advertised, it is that bad. There are spicier hot sauces that have so much more better flavor. This thing, it tastes terrible, and it's just pure pain. There's, there's no other way to describe it. And it lingers. It's like the more you, like, as the more you talk, the more it hurts even more. You can't breathe. And, it, it literally does ruin your night. There's, there's, there's no tasting anything for several hours after this thing. Is there's tears inside involved. of you. Yeah. Um, so knowing, you know, since I've done that, so the gummy bear. Come back to the gummy bear. Normal size gummy bear. Um, and when you watch the video, you, I mean, I, I explain it, I show it, and I, I pop it in, and first couple of bites just taste like a, a very hard gummy bear, obviously, because... When they make it, when they ship it, when the store it comes, gets you, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, but as soon as it softens just a little bit, it basically bites down into like chili extract. 
and then it burns. It burns, it burns, and it burns. Like, and just not just like how the white chocolate was to the back of your throat, and it, it stood there. This was an all-encompassing just pain all around your entire. You gotta body. figure the gumminess of the sugar gets in your teeth and like. Which ugh. I was, which I, I was concerned about, because um, Kate was like, "It's a gummy bear, so it's gonna get stuck in your teeth. It's gonna linger for a while." Yeah. And I'm like, after you're, you know, you're done, whatever. There's still gonna be some gumminess still in your. I mean, it's a gummy bear. I'm yeah. like, oh, well, not, yeah, now that's a concern of mine, but it's too late because I already programmed and I already bought it myself, you know, to go ahead and do it. Luckily, that wasn't the case. It was just the hotness. Just It was it was so spicy. At one point, it, it just caught me good, and I literally couldn't speak. And I'm, like, signing. Like, I can't speak. Like, I'm, like, you know. Fictional characters. Fictional characters. Fictional characters. Um... It's kind of funny. Um, a lot of my friends were like, I didn't know how you were going to end that video because you couldn't talk for like like 30 seconds to a minute. And I'm like, at the moment, I had no idea. I was thinking how to end that video because I'm like, I can't actually say anything to end the video other than me just hitting end and then just see a blank screen. We're going to have to um, wildly kind of yeah. it and hold the sign and so you know, it was rough. Um, oh, no. thing, you know, I, I I I delayed enough to anticipate it, so I couldn't. No. Talk. Um, we're having some technical uh, technical duties over by Jimmy Bagadon's side of the, of, of the table. Um, so he'll be in and out as we speak. There. Um, so don't worry. It's coming in and out. Yeah. A little screaming, screaming action. All right, we're good now. We're good. And I can hear him. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so it was pain, a lot of pain. I had some quotes. We're good to go. Yeah, we're good. Right, no. Um, yeah. I mean, the video is a little wonky, but I mean, I can hear you, sort of. I don't know. Damn it. I'm it's like up. Big Fish right now in that scene where he's like, you know when you meet the girl you dream and time stops and like that's what it's like right now. And, and then it speeds back up to catch back up. It's like that's what's going on right now. Internet. Internet. Bum, 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 it's all on the pod. So wait a minute, Doc. This is live, folks. This is okay. I think, I think. Uh, but to, yeah, to just no, come no. back around and then the coming bear. Yeah. Are you there? Are you there? Breaker 1-9, can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. I can hear me. All right, there we go. Sure, sure. You're back. You're back. He's back. Sort of. He's still here. Yeah, there's the big, the big fish thing. Okay. Anyway. It comes and goes. It comes and goes. All right. So I'm, 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 I'm going to finish this out. <laughs> and now I'm gone. There you go. It's fine. We'll be back. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it, it's 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 going, mm-hmm. going, it's going, going. Right. So gone. Yeah, it's gone. So yeah, so yeah, it lingered. Very spicy. Very painful. Um, and you know that's just. And I was saying, like, where the white lightning lingered for a lot longer after we ate it, this coming bear, I would say after like five minutes or so, after it was all done, the video ends. I was perfectly fine. I cooked some dinner, um, and that was that. There you go. 
but yes, yeah, it was it was it was an experience, a nice fifteen minute experience of, of pain. But I mean, it's what we do here. Or you know, you torture people like I tortured Danny by giving him the last dab as a starter hot sauce. <laughs> yeah. that, that was kind of a dick move on us, but um, you know. But now he likes hot sauce, so yeah. What did I really do wrong? Absolutely nothing. You know, trial by fire, literally. Yeah, and it burned. Oh, it burned. Both in and out. Multiple burnage, folks. Multiple burnage. Um. It is uh, whatever whatever time o'clock. Um, eleven oh eight. Eleven oh eight on this fine Wednesday. On, on this fine Wednesday evening. Um, so let's talk, let's talk about season two, um, which will be starting up in September, hopefully. 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 Keyword. Keyword. Hope. Keyword is hopefully. Um, so the plan for season two, uh, ladies and beer drinkers, um, and general spoons of all kinds. Um, I will try to put out two episodes a month. One hopefully, hopefully will be with the Untapper crew, uh, whether it's one or all. Um, that way we do at least once a month because as beer news comes in, comes out, we don't want to wait too long like we've done where it's like a three, four month gap and we're trying to like catch up on all the topics that we wanted to talk about. Um, so we try to get at least one recording a month, whatever time that is. Um, so my the other one would be either just by myself, another guest talking about food or whatever else um, there is to talk about. Obviously, um, we're doing the YouTube channel as well, so we like three things ish a month or more, depending on what's going on in the world. Um, that and our time and our, and our time, yeah. It's it's kind of sometimes obviously I have a kid, so he dictates unfortunately the nighttime schedule. Sometimes he cooperates. And sometimes he doesn't, which anybody that has a, a toddler knows that's usually how it goes. Um, and obviously with the pandemic, so it's hard for us to get together and do a lot more crazy shenanigans um, where beforehand it, was, it would have been no big deal. We would have gotten together, caused a riot. It would have been a lot more easier uh, to put up more content. Um, so I do appreciate those, you know, dealing with the, the delays between episodes and, and whatnots. Um, so yeah, so that, that's, that's the, that's the goal. That's the, the, the game plan, so to speak, leading forward. Um, Jim, uh, what, what, what do you expect? I mean, as, as a featured guest, as, oh, as, part of, as part of the show, as one of the creators, the mind, I mean, you're, you're the, the mind, the, whatever the, the brainchild, eh, the, true. the, whatever, I, I'm a man of many titles. I don't know, whatever titles, yeah. You, many you're the guy of many hats to help come this together because I had the idea. You definitely had a huge amount of input to getting this thing together. So what what do you expect, not only as a, a featured guest, but as a creator as well, molding this little thing that, uh, you know, I'm... You know, I expect, I expect the usual shenanigans. Uh, more beer, uh, hot sauce, uh, maybe a hot sauce segment. Once in a while, depending how we're feeling, depending what we get, you know, on our hands on. Uh, Brew uh, Brew Brothers season two, whenever that comes out, we'll get on that. Uh, more from the Untappers, because you know they're uh, bitching out right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe we can get the Reverend Francis back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, any, any, yeah. So yeah, so um, 
Well, I mean, maybe we'll put me and G in the same room. You know, crazy things happen when we're in the same room. When, when, when you two are together, yes, that is true. Um, he'll definitely be on board with that. Um, so, all right, so get more guests. Um, yeah, see if we can maybe grow this on Chapter's crew um, that we have. I know we're, we're, we're a tight-knit group, but... Going back to my first year, we are a family. We are a family. That is very true. Um, first and foremost, we are family. So, um, let's let's talk about highlights of season one. I know that we're backtrack a little bit. What the I main? Since you were beginning, you you were the the guy before it started. When it started, as as it was going on up until now, what's been some of your highlights? Um, well, you- anything nonsensical chef rants. Uh, Shameless plug is always a uh, a good listen and a good highlight for anyone who knows that podcast previously. Two foodies never say die. Uh, that is a shameless. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't help myself. Um, that's where technically where it all started. Yeah, you have to give a, you have to give credit to Travis and G uh, for starting that and getting you know all us cool kids. Cool Kankins. You know, Chef Dave and myself on it. And just BSing, being, you know, being ourselves. Uh, I would have to say, I mean, you know, you got you to gotta give G credit where credit is due. The End of Racism talk, that episode, you know, Chewing Out Racism. Always a good one uh, for anyone listening and, and involved in those kinds of politics. G really gives you some really good insight, especially, you know, when Travis is waving right. at Kate. <laughs> <laughs> so, she's, she's, like, she's like tiptoeing. Like, I don't want to make this out. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> it, we're, we're live. It's fine. It's, it's, you can make as much noise as you want. Going down a fraggle rock. Oh, right. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you make a very good point. Yes, give credit where credit is due. I'm going to take as much credit of, of that statement as possible, given the fact that I'm half of that brainchild. Of, of NCR, and I'm sure Gregorio definitely appreciates that shout out um, as well. I know he's definitely looking forward to recording more episodes. Um, obviously, he's a family man as well, so it's hard for us to get together. Um, but when we do, it is a fun and jocular time. Obviously, um, he loves talking with you and the shenanigans that are involved. So definitely, as you oh, said earlier, um, getting together one way or another, but whether it's Zoom or in person for shenanigans. Um, he'll be down for it. Um, he's becoming an, a, a, a more of an Advent beer drinker, which I'm happy to see. Um, he's a big supporter of Bronx Brewery. Um, obviously, he does live in the Bronx. He lives close by, so he's kind of, kind of goes hand in hand. Um, so he's been drinking a lot more, uh, whether it's due to the pandemic or the fact that I finally broke him down to actually appreciate that's probably his wife, Allie's probably, he's probably one of the coolest people. So shout out to Allie. It's cultured. It's cultured, yes. Um, but yes, um, all, all, all good fine points. Um, always, always, always a good time. It's been great. It's been, I mean, I, I listened to the, the first ever episode that I, that I put out uh, a year ago um, when I was, cause I was in Buffalo and I was talking with Kate. Obviously, I was like, I'm, I'm thinking about an idea how I wanted to create a podcast. I mean, at the time, the, the, initial, the initial thought of, of the podcast was to go around to places and cities and places that I visit, like every other food sh- food show, and talk about the places that don't get the recognition that they deserve. 
obviously being in Buffalo, it was directly involving the the wing scene because everyone knows about Anchor Bar and Duffs and maybe Bar Bill um, on the out. Not you know people inside Buffalo obviously know a lot more. Great place to eat, but once you go outside of that that area, you don't really hear too much about the great wing spots um, in Buffalo or the food scene in Buffalo, as it were. So I was like, let me bring um, a little insight as an outsider that's now become an insider, try to, you know, talk about that. And then as, you know, it was, it was, I was so nervous that first episode, which is weird because I've done. It's not like you haven't done this before. Yeah. Look, I haven't done a podcast before, but for those that listen to NCR, I wasn't the main driving voice of that podcast. I was the more plucky comic relief i mean i mean it was more it was a 50 50 split between me and gregorio but he had a game plan a script that he wanted to follow and as our good friend tanya would say it was my job to fuck him up at every possible moment um yeah, shout we, out to we, tanya shout out to tanya for an advent follower friends listener uh good friends uh, who's also been on this podcast um and that's what you know she loved about it was not only that we were drunk majority of the time, majority of the time, we were drunk all the time, which I've now brought into this podcast to make sure we crack open the beer. That's, a, that's a, I think, a stable. To, it's uh, like a drinking I, game. You have to have a beer in hand to speak. To speak, yes. Basically, you got to crack it open. And even when I did the, uh, the Farewell to Western, I had Erica make sure Erica had a drink. Like, anyway that it comes on, you have to have a drink. If you're not a, if you're not a beer drinker, a wine whatever like it's fine you make sure you have it an still hurts to lose that bar it does it does uh western was our home uh so that was that was a sad point of the it was it was a good episode it gave us the time to grieve for that bar uh, but it was definitely like losing a home it was i mean we did so it was uh, the amount of birthdays that we've done there we celebrated up the home run the home run shots the, the birthdays G surprise wedding. Surprise wedding, which, uh, which I was the bait for. Made for yeah, uh, which we which, uh, made for the previous episodes. Uh, me and Gloria had talked about the surprise wedding uh, that we threw there. That's all credit to Ali, um, his wife. Like, yes, his wife. We <laughs> figured out that's who <laughs> Ali was. That's his wife. Um, but yeah, the, the beer dinners where we got together, we talked food. We talk craft beer. The, the 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 birth of the love of craft beer that I have now was because of that place and due to uh, Chef David Scott Walker, who brought me into it heavily. Um, without shout I, out to Walker, I, I had no choice. He was all about it, and he was he he put his personal mission to make sure I loved IPAs. Um, so he he shoved founders down my throat at every possible turn. Um, yeah, you kind of had to learn to drink when you were hanging out with Walker. Yeah. That was that was something I definitely learned in Omegong real quick. Real quick, yeah. And that and that cre- and that created an entire uh, drunken story. Drunken story, oh, yeah. Which was the adventures of Old Slugger and or, Creamsicle. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he's he's not all right. So this all right. So this podcast is going is going on a little longer because. Um, Recapping. It, it happens. This is what happens when we start. A little rant and then the reminisce some context we need to fill um you know we're slowly ending it but then we're bringing it we're gonna bring it back up and then we're gonna end it again i promise um i don't want to keep this too long um i know people's attention spans aren't too long but there's two stories we need to tell 
Um, one is the home run story, which is, will be quick. It's a quick one. The reason why we bring that up, the home run shot challenge at West Third, and obviously the old slugger. One um, one of the first the first trips we took as a group to Omegang, our our homeland, um, so to speak. Um, so the who who was it? It was was it your birthday? We just walked into. So we, walked was, into uh, we walked into Western Common as we always do. Obviously, because we worked there at the time. Um, yeah. Worked, it was me. It was you. It was B. Right. There's only three of us. Erica was three of us. Far, because she came up with it. It was her decision to do it. <laughs> yeah, Erica came up with it, but it was. I think it was. It was my birthday, and no one else has showed up yet, right? Because only three of us. No, I think Danny was probably there, and maybe one other person. I I don't remember okay. entirely offhand. Oh, but was it? So all the I remember is was being Erica, because yeah. So it was. It was a slow day. It was a slow day in late August. <laughs> Tip your bartenders, people. Tip your bartenders. <laughs> Walk into West Third. Obviously, it's my day off, celebrating his birthday, like we've done on birthdays past. And baseball's on, and nothing. There's it was it was a slow day, and nothing really was going on. And at West Third Common, for those that do remember or now who don't know. Um, there was TVs, about eight TVs or nine TVs surrounding the bar um, and in the restaurant. And we had the MLB package. So we turned um, every MLB game that was on at the time on all nine TVs. So in celebration of his birthday, we did a celebratory shot. You walk in, hey, you know, it's a typical thing. Obviously, we're regulars. Well, you're, yeah. you're a regular. B was a regular. I said so I worked there. Um, so it was, it was the, the natural thing you do, you know, you greeting, you do a shot, have a beer, whatever. Uh, but th- again, the fact that it was your birthday, Erica decided that she came up with a, a, a ingenious, but dastardly plan that every time there was a home run, you do another shot. Now, like I said earlier, there's nine TVs on each game, different game on a TV. Unbeknownst to her and unbeknownst to us, things got awry real quick. It was like Bing home run shot. Fuck. Bing home run shot. Really? Bing? Okay. And just, I think it was like six shots in two and a half minutes. And we were like, are you serious? But it's like, there's no way in hell. At the time, before the first home run hit, it seemed like a good idea. Figuring, you know, baseball game, how many home runs possibly could be hit. You know, yeah, there's nine there's yeah, you know, there's nine games going on, but like you got at least a couple hours, maybe spread out, yeah, six More shots less. within the three hours or whatever. Or a couple of shots within the, th- the three hours. So we we weren't we weren't going to say no. I mean that just wasn't us. Obviously we're celebrating his birthday. It's our first stop before we cause more shenanigans elsewhere. However, things, like I said, turned very quickly because it's no longer did she said, let's do a shot for every home run. We turned on the TV where we looked up at the TVs and it was home run, home run, home run, home run, home run. Home different run. games. And, oh, all yeah, different, all games. different games. All different games. And we were like, we, we, six and two and a half minutes, we, we, had, we had to stop. Like it got, it was just, we, we had to stop. And yet, no, 
we didn't stop drinking. We just stopped doing shots per home runs because it was just we, ridiculous. You were to survive a half hour, let alone six minutes. Um, so that that was that was one birthday at Western Common. So shout out to Erica, our the lovely manager, good friend of ours. Um, there, the homage that we did. She it was it was hard to watch her talk about the place. Um, it's hard just to not have it but around. She, it's not having it around yet. Cause, I mean, she she stood there. She became the manager, the bartender, became a manager. Obviously, me and a bunch of other chefs we moved on to do other things. But I mean, she still stayed there. So it's like she was there from the beginning Captain. to the end. It was it it, it sucked. Um, so heart definitely goes out to her and obviously to all of us because we lost we lost our spot, we lost our home. That was I spent more time there in those five years than I did anywhere else um, during my career. So it definitely it definitely sucked. Um, so, you know, shout out to her, shout out to Western Common, to everyone that worked there, um, obviously for all the patrons that were in there. Oh, there's, there's, there's tons of more stories that we could possibly tell that just involved me and Jimmy. But we're not going to go into them because that, that could, could easily be an entire podcast in and of itself, uh, which I should probably talk to Erica Deuce, a Western Oman podcast, but that's another thing. Anyway, so we're, we're, we're going we're to end this in true drunken fashion. Well, we're not drunk, but we have we are drinking fashion, I should say. Um, one of the first one of the first few trips we took to Oma Gang was just me, you, and our good friend David Scott Walker. Um, we decided to take a trip. I don't know if it was randomly, but we. It, it, very it, it seemed random because it was like late August, like a few days before my birthday, and it was just kind of like you guys want to go to Oma Gang for like the weekend. So well, yeah, yeah. Walker, yeah. Walker didn't have. I'm the only one that had a car. Yeah. Um, so Walker was like, "I just want to go to home gang," and I'm like, "Yeah, all right. Like, why would I say no? Like, ain't nothing going on." It's true. Hop in the car. So, is Omegon to New York City about three and a half hours away? Drive to the Omegang brewery out, and um, we get there. We have chicken and waffles. Delicious. The first time with strawberries and another freaking whatever they put on there, I forget at the time. Obviously, we drink all their beer as much as possible. And this uh, is before they had like that crazy expansion of beers. Pre expansion. This is before they weren't as they were they weren't as popular. They were, they were starting to, to gain their popularity. And they were already around for like a decade. At yeah, this they, point. They, were, they were around for a while. I just the um, because the three, the, the Abby Ale and the three philosophers were the two that I have heard of. And I've drank the three philosophers more times than I can think of before. Easily. I knew, um, cause we drank them before Dropkick Murphy concerts. Um, uh, they were just the three, the, the, it was the, that, that, that Lambic that was like, yeah, it, it, hit, it hit on all levels. And all levels. So I was like, I fell in love with that. So I was like, all right, so we are drinking there, but there's other breweries around other places around Cooperstown. So, all right, we're in Cooperstown. Baseball Went to the Hall of Fame. And then uh, the Back Alley Bar across the street. From back the Alley Hall Bar fame. across the street. So, like, obviously, we're, we're drunk. We're, you know, we want to get grab something to eat. Continue drinking. Now, in any small town, there's only so much you can do. And there's only a certain time where bars will stay open. So we have to pack in as much drinking as we can, as we do, with what we have. So after we go to the Hall of Fame, we go to this bar across the street, the back alley bar, and 
Jimmy, I'll let you tell the rest. So, like, we go to the back alley bar. We get a nice table outside. And, you know, I get a local beer. So I'm getting the Cooperstown Brewery Old Slugger. Travis and Walker get a more reasonable beer at the time. Unbeknownst to me that this old <laughs> slugger was sitting there in the kegs for like months because it was vile, just rancid. Like I gave it, I was like, you guys take a sip of this. And they were like, this is not good. This is not good at all. So permission was given, permission, because no beer should go poured out. But this time here's, I'm, was I'm, I'm, the I'm, exception. Well, here's the I'm I'm, I'm, gonna pour, I'm gonna make an asterisk right there. Yeah. And me and Walker would definitely testify this. Although permission was given. Yeah. Something caught me and David's eye, and we happened to look the other way. <laughs> we, we cannot say for a certainty that said beer it was, was poured. Poured out. <laughs> it may have fell. It may have fell. <laughs> But as soon as we turn our heads back around, there was no more beer. So that's that's the story. I'm sticking to it. Um, I cannot say beer, beer was spilt on that day. The next beer, time when we went to the actual brewery, it wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad. But uh, the story of Old Slugger of, of that day, because things got – so we're at this – We went to another bar, bar afterwards. Yeah, we're at the bar. Um, so we're at the back alley. So we're still there. Whatever it's, it's afternoon, getting to night. So it's the old slugger is now left. It's tarnished. <laughs> it's it's yeah. It's it's, it's, it's ruined ruins the pallets all around for a bit. So whatever we're already we already had we're already into many of our pints. We went uh, next door though. We're at the brewery. And we went across the street. I forgot what the bar was, but it was like another dive bar. It was a dive bar, which is perfect. And, and, and Walker went across the street and bought a, I think it was the, uh, I don't know if he bought the orange cream soda or if he bought the marshmallow vodka. It was one of the two. I want to say it was the cream soda. And he, he asked the bartender, do you have the... Uh, the vanilla whip, the whipped cream. Yeah, he was asking about the vodka, yes. Yeah, uh, vodka. And they were like, yes. And he goes, could you mix this for me? So I think they charged him for a shot of vodka that he mixed with the soda, and thus Creamsicle was born. So and, natural, had, and being was, as drunk as we were, decided to create the superhero old slugger geez. and his sidekick, Creamsicle. <laughs> Which to this day is was, a legend in and of itself. The, 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 yeah, the, the legend of Old Slugger, his arch nemesis was. Oh man. It was. Oh, what was the name? I, it was. It, it, it was the weakness. Was so, it? I think it was. I think it was Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood, yes. Planned Parenthood. Um, what was the weakness? What uh what was what was that singer the Canadian singer uh what was his Brian name? Adams Brian Adams <laughs> like that was his weakness like Brian Adams song or so or so wacky I think his weakness was never a Brian Adams song was played it was like Kryptonite and Kryptonite. he was just like I'm done like you know goodbye like um, I'm it, broken it, down Imagine three dudes is Old Slugger Planned Parenthood there was there was a lot more to be said um 
just Which, on the scale of you know normal to drunk you can see we were way past drunk okay. at this point um i got heckled by the bartender because the beer that i like, i wanted like a bud light or whatever her cores light i forget what the hell yeah you ordered water a water uh, a water by their beer version of water yeah. Coors light or whatever but it was like the bottom of the uh the cooler it like, so yeah it's like are you are you seriously want this i'm like yeah seriously i want it so she heckled me for ordering a Coors light by that time we were already halfway in the bag more than halfway in the bag and, and we had to walk back to the uh i don't know if it's considered a bed and breakfast but it was, it was like definitely a motel, a hotel. It was definitely a motel. so but so now it's late night or whatever well late night for cooper's town um, Which nothing, is like 1 a.m. 1 a.m. So there's, there's nothing open to eat. We're, we're starving. The only thing open is the gas station. So we decided to raid a gas station. It happened. And ima- take your drunken imagination and you can possibly leave chips to Little Debbie's to whatever thing you could po- anything you could possibly find. Plus more beer. Plus more beer. And we went back to the hotel and that was a disaster in and of itself. But then we, we woke up and we did it all again. Well, the next morning, we were fortunate enough to go to Fly Creek oh, yes. uh, Cidery and have breakfast and a nice, humongous pot roast sandwich that, to which, this is, day, which, which, is now, which has now become a stable. Every time we go to Oma Gang, always go to Fly Creek to, you know, shop at the store. Brunch, lunch. Get some sort of, get sort of meal. Because it's like a good deal. It's like 12 bucks, huge ass sandwich, bag of chips. Pie. Pie. Uh, and I think a, a slushy. Pie slushy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy good deal. Um, so we're, we're we're plugging in every every place we go to, um, but that's yeah. So we're we're gonna end with with that. I, 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 I forgot about old Slugger and Planned Parenthood. Oh man, I got I got to bring up that the Walker next time I talk to him. Well, he can tell you the whole story. He can tell you the whole story. Yes. Uh, if not, he can tell you the whole story after you give him some, you know, vanilla a few creamsicles. <laughs> Um, he was so adamant about that. that oh, body. that story was vivid. Oh man, I'm surprised I don't remember more of it. But it, it, it is well, almost we, a we decade ago. <laughs> yes. Um. <laughs> all right. So, on behalf of Jimmy, I uh, say my name is Travis. Thanks for listening uh, to Please Never Say Die. And yes, I did say it correctly this time. Um, first time and probably a good long time. So I was like, food is never. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, but thank you. For, rolls off the tongue. Just rolls off the tongue at the end. It's like. Thank you for one year of viewership. One year of viewership. Listening. Makes it all worth it. Year two will be more, more full of more shenanigans, more beer drinking. I promise to bring us, bring on as many more new people as possible, while keeping the old people more inebriated, so we can just cause more shenanigans. Hopefully I can get uh, the Reverend Francis back on to drink White Claw and rank White Claws again for those that love that episode. I'm, he's down. He's tried more things since then, and he'll be glad to talk. Truly. Um, yes, truly. I <laughs> um, <laughs> say so we'll do more. We'll do, we'll, do, we'll do a lot more stuff. Um, so once again, thank you for, like I said, the, like Jimmy said, the viewership, the listening ship. Uh, so please... Um, Tell your friends, tell your family. Spread the word. Um, get us on Barstool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, get us on, definitely get us on Barstool. Um, we like money. We, we, we <laughs> love money. We need, we need to feed our habit. Um, 
I'm going to end this the good old-fashioned Jack Burton way. Oh, that's the only way. The only way. So, Jack, have you paid your dues? Yes, sir. The check is in the mail. Have a good night, folks. Oh, thank you.